Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Ladies and gentlemen, the Church of Laszlo has begun. Yo! Yo! What's going on, my man? Not much. How are you? Monday. Yeah, it is. Nights are out, at least. Yeah, it's sunshine. Cold yesterday. It was cold. And the day before, freezing. Well, Saturday just rained. It yeah. sucked. Mm-hmm. Did you do anything fun this weekend? Just I mean, baseball, and that was it, really. I got to see you on Saturday. We yeah, all we did Toxic and Problematic with Nick Wright. That was fun. Mm-hmm. That was a surprise. Yeah. Didn't know that that was going to happen until... Right before it happened. Before. Yeah. He, well, he texted on Friday night. And said, did you guys not see my last text? And I didn't see it for some And I was like, dude, I, I saw the text that you sent literally right before that. Didn't see the one that you sent right under mm-hmm. it somehow, which is an important one, which is like, I'm in town, basically. I didn't see it either, so I don't know why so, that happened. Yeah, so I was like, no, obviously I would have said something. And I just jokingly was like, you know, well, great, you can come do the podcast. Perfect, what time? So we have to have Nick come in and uh, yeah. do the podcast. If you didn't hear it, you can download it where all your uh, favorite podcasts reside. Yep. And... Uh, I, I did get texts and messages from people who just uh, were saying, like, oh, my God, I get in the car. You know, this was, like, Saturday night or whatever. I get in the car, and there's a new episode, and it's Nick. It's 90 minutes, and it's Nick, mm-hmm. and he's he's in the studio. I'm like, yeah, yeah. He, he was in the studio. Yep. We weren't expecting it either. So that was fun. It was cool to see him. I went to the casino with him on Saturday night. How'd that go? Um, you know, that's tough because, uh, like, he – I think what happened was originally it was like, hey, maybe do you guys want to all go to the casino – Mm-hmm. Saturday night. and then it was like it, it kind of wasn't happening um or at least i hadn't heard anything we, we talked about it like when we left the station that day on saturday but then nothing else was said and then as time went on it was starting to get a little bit later and i was like maybe it's just not going to happen he ends up texting at like what 10 o'clock or something yeah, when says, you guys text i was at a baseball game and had another one at eight in the morning okay so he, it was pretty late and he said do you want to meet up there at like 10 30 11 something like that and i said you know of course, because I'd already said that I would do it. I'm not backing right. out of another one of these. So I was like, of course. And so then, is, then you responded and said, I can't go. You guys have fun. Right. i got to get up early in the morning. And then it was like, uh, 
uh, Nick's wife was going to go, and then she said that she was too tired to go. So, but like we're already dressed, you know, we were already ready to go, and we're like, let's just do it, right? We'll just we'll go, right? So we just go to the casino, and in my mind, I guess I had thought that day, if we go to the casino, Nick had said something about wanting to watch a basketball yeah. game. We'll just kind of say hi to him. We'll wander around. He'll probably be sitting at the sports bar or whatever, watching right. the game, and you know, you can go play some slot machines or whatever. But it ended up just being the three of us. So he was like, you know, hey, do you want to play craps? Like, do you know how to play craps? And I said, I'm not saying that I'm a whiz at it or anything, but I know how to play craps. So we go and do that. And it's just, first of all, I, because I had not planned this through, I'm not really thinking casino. I should have stopped to get cash beforehand. Right. I knew that I had, I, I did dawn on me, like, I'll need to get some cash as I'm getting there. But then as we walk in, I'm like, damn it, I should have already done this because it's just that lame look of like, let me see. I have, 80, sure. I have $80. Right. Maybe it's $83, you know, and that's right. like some water. Yeah, you just want to pull out up 100. 20s. Right. And, and you're with a very successful friend. Sure. You know I mean? Like, don't want to feel sorry for you. So we played craps for a while, but it, it was totally fine. And then, uh, there was just like as we're walking, I was like, "Well, you know, I don't anything about slot machines. You know, what are, what are fun, fun ones?" And I said, "Well, I used to like Wheel of Fortune a lot. I hadn't gambled in a while, you sure." Know? And so we just did a couple of like, and I mean literally a couple of high limit room, and it's like where it's like a twenty dollars spin. Sure, I did like one, you know, and then I went to because I did win a little bit of money playing craps. So th- that was really it, though. He didn't play any slot machines. Says he never does it. So on the way out, we're literally we go upstairs and we're walking towards the door. Right. And he's like, "I just want to try one of these." And I was like, "Sure." And it was like a bank <laughs> of slots where it's like four of them in a circle, you know. Sure. And there was one empty seat. And so he sits down and he's looking at the screen and he's like, "How do I do max bets?" You know. And I'm helping him. Okay, it's this much. Now, when you bet on this machine, the maximum you could bet was quite a bit. I think if you bet all the lines, max bet sure. it was like a fifty dollars spin. Okay. So he does it, and. Immediately gets his bonus game, you know, for the because it's a digital. What slot game machine. was he playing? It had it was it had the Pirates of the Caribbean, okay. on, some I sort like of Caribbean. The Godfather, but go on. I don't. I didn't see the Godfather. That's there. good. Okay, go on. So it's one of the. It's some sort of. It's not like Disney licensed or anything, but it's a Caribbean thing, and there's okay. a pirate on it. So the very first spin, he gets his bonus game. Now I've played a lot of slot machines over the years, and I know that a lot of times those bonus games are a bunch of bells and whistles, not much else happening. It's hard to know. Like, are you actually winning right. anything? There's so much stuff flashing on the screen. But these two women, young women, like probably in their late 20s, mid to late 20s, they are walking by and they stop and they start whispering to one another. And I can tell, like, these ladies play a lot of slot machines. They know he's one. They know that something big is actually happening here. And then we overhear her saying, that's a minimum of $1,000 just for that game. And I was like, uh, that girl says that you just want a minimum of $1,000. So he does this. He wins a lot of money. How much is a lot? $3,500 wow. from this one spin. So in Missouri, you got to have the person come oh, over. Oh, in the bank, right. Right. And so she's, you know, she comes over, takes your ID, all that. Then she has to go back and get your cash. I'm not making this up. I'm not exaggerating this. She's gone for a while. And we're just sitting there. He's laughing like, I can't believe this. This is <laughs> right. crazy. You know, I never play slot machines. It's like, dude, that's pretty amazing. So while we're waiting for her, he gets bored. And eventually he just is like, I'm just going to do another spin. Does another spin, hits another some sort of bonus game, and wins another like fifteen, sixteen hundred dollars. Really? And cashes out and is like, I'm not gonna tell the lady about that. You know, she's already <laughs> bringing the money. And there is a guy who is sitting at the chair next to him, you know, just like right behind the way Nick's back sure. is turned, who was already sitting there when we got there, and the look on his face was not Oh, he probably just got it from that machine. Well, maybe, or he just been sitting there playing the same game for oh, a right. long time. And it, he, you know, sometimes people look happy for you. They high five you. They whatever. This guy did not have that look. Right. Total death stare. And then the woman comes back, and she's now counting the cash, you know, and putting it in his hands. And I'm like, dude, I don't know. Like, 
if this guy walks out when you walk out, you might right, want right. to go a, a different direction or whatever. But that was pretty incredible. That just That's really nice. Like so he won night, seven grand or something? He won. I think he won. It was like fifteen hundred and thirty five hundred okay. so somewhere around that. It was a substantial amount of money. Nice. And literally, as we're walking out the door, and he's like, "I've never done this before. Let's just try it." So of course that was fun. Oh, and then he says, um, he, he tries handing us cash. He, now, did you feel happy for him, or were you jealous, or uh, both? Um. I felt. I think I felt happy for him because I wouldn't have bet fifty dollars right, sure. on that. It's not like yeah. I was. Oh, I was so close. You know, I was. I right. was thinking. And about people doing forget that, that because the spin will be different depending on how much money exactly. you put in it. Exactly. Exactly. Right. It wasn't like it was a quarter, and it right. wasn't like it was something I was thinking about doing. But uh, so I, I mean, I was laughing. Like I was happy for him. I was. I thought it was super funny. Like in a good mood for him. But then he hands us cash. Hands me some cash. Hands Brooks some cash. And I'm like, what are you doing? And that's the rule when you go to the casino. And I was like, no, it's not. And I went to right. you know try and give him the money back. He's like, nope. That's the rule. He goes whenever – and he talked about how he and Danny, when they gamble together, they have this rule and that supposedly even if they're gambling in different states and not around each other, if they win, they still send the other person a certain percentage because mm. it's a superstitious thing. I was like, my friends and I did, don't not, do that. did not do that. Right. Really, you don't have to do that. But he refused to take it back. Okay, so good. He shared a little bit of his, uh, of his winnings there too. So How much did he give you? He gave me, he gave me 200 bucks. That's nice. That's really nice, yeah. right? Really nice. So, yeah. yeah. You should put it right back into that machine. Dude, trust me. Uh, there, there's that thought of like, well, he spun once. I'm thinking, don't spin it again. You just hit a big jackpot. Right. But then he won another one. I'm like, oh, maybe it could happen three times in a row. Right. Like, no, I've, I've been to the casino enough times to know that yeah. I'm better off. I've got some extra money here than I did coming in. Yeah. There's no better feeling than that. So, and then uh, yesterday, I completely forgot that you, I was, I was, Supposed to go to a game yesterday in Lee Summit. And oh I was, like, yeah! Turned into this whole thing to see my mom and then to see. Right. You. I completely forgot. <laughs> no worries. That it was Sunday. So did you end up having the game? Well, yeah, um, yeah. I did not have as good a luck as you over the weekend. Oh no! Yeah, it's the nature of us, right? So I uh, people know I bought my kid a car, right? Yeah. And at the dealership that I bought it, you have thirty days to return it if you don't like it, right? Yeah. But he's not driving yet. Mm-hmm. So I've been driving it, and I thought driving it to Lee Summit, I'll be able to get, you know, highway miles on it. I'll be able to listen to it, see what's happening. Just to make sure if there's anything wrong, it's covered under the warranty. I screwed it up. You screwed what up? The car. I hit a ditch in it and ripped off the front bumper. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. In the rain or what happened? Well, like, so you went to this baseball game, right? And they had, like, um, well, they had, like, uh, uh, you know, regular parking lot, right? Mm-hmm. Then they had a grass parking lot. Mm-hmm. And the regular parking lot was full, so I pulled into the grass parking lot, like any event, right? And it was super muddy. So I was like, oh, man, I should avoid this mud, I thought. And so I made a right turn. When I made a right turn, there was like a, a ravine, like a little ditch thing. But it wasn't like the whole thing was a ravine. It just happened to be this whole one spot. Yeah, and I hit the front of the car. So it just slid down into it? Boom. Well, I mean, it wasn't that big, but it was deep. So you couldn't even see it because the grass was... It's almost like a sinkhole. Yeah, Yeah, and so I went, bam, and hit the front of it, and then came up and hit the back of it. Oh, oh, so So, you were, like, moving forward, and it went down into it. Yeah, and the car... You know, I think maybe if you were in... A truck or something. Or my car, because it was higher up, it would have yeah. been fine. But because this car is so low, it hit that front plastic bumper and the back bumper. So Yeah. So what did it do? Well, rip the bumpers. Like, they're not completely off, but it looks bad. But I think... Is I this- mean, I don't know. I made a claim anyways. Thank God I bought insurance for it already. Yeah. But, um, well, yeah. I, I, we could have figured out a way to lie about that. But anyway. Like, <laughs> but, oh, it just happened. 
But it, was it the plastic part of the bumper? Yeah. Like, then you might. And be there's okay. nothing mechanical. Did it tear the bumper? Or did it just come loose like where the clips are? Like it's hanging from the. I corner? think you know my next door neighbor came. Because I don't know anything about cars. I looked at it. and It looked like I was like, man, if I knew how to do this, I could put that back on. Okay. And I showed it to Euro, and he was like, it feels like you could put that on with Legos. That's what okay. it looked like. But the so front and the back pulled the pins out. But my next door neighbor came over and he's like, yo, what happened? And he was like, man, it looks like you just. On the back, for sure, you just pulled the clips off. Okay, good. But I don't know about the front. So that, we'll as see. long as you didn't, you didn't dent anything metal, you know, or smash anything metal. Yeah, I mean, I drove it home and I sure drove it's fine. Easy enough to fix. Okay, and you got. And I have the insurance anyway. Yeah, you know, so you didn't try and hide it from Euro. I didn't know if that's something like I'm just gonna go ahead and hide this. Man, he's such a cool kid. I was just like, man, drove your car. Did you tell trying to make game? sure that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, right after it happened, I said, come out and take a look at it. And then I, re- I felt sick to my stomach all day. And then the next day, I just felt bad and sick. And, you know, I texted him, and I said, like, man, I'm really, really sorry. And then he just said, do you remember when I threw a baseball in the house and it hit the TV and broke the TV? And I said, yeah. And he said, what did you say to me? And what I said to him at that time was, uh, next time throw a strike because it was in the bottom, mm-hmm. right? And he goes, next time crash at the Daytona 500. I love you. And we were good. That's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty so. good. Well, if you need a, a guy, a guy I grew up with that's been running a body shop for a long time. Really? Yeah, and it's a Ford body shop, too. And uh, so Well, I ask him, dude, is that true? Yeah, and he's like, he's offered many times for me, because I've got something that bothers me on my car. It just It's part of my grill. Plastic is broken. And he said, if you just bring it out and leave it, he's like, I'll make your whole car look new. I'll buff every scratch out of that car, every little ding. He's well, like, I'll text him now. I told so, Progressive I would go to their people, but I and, guess I don't have to do that. Well, really. and this, he might his shop might be covered, might be a Progressive approved right. shop. So I'll text him right now, actually. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. What's going on? Uh, I'm looking at this thing that uh, people were complaining about stuff that was good until it got too too popular. Did you see this, Snowcon? No, I didn't. No. You know, it's like it's not like what you think. I, when I saw the headline, I was like, okay, well, I like this band until everybody else. Right. Like, it doesn't seem to be that kind of thing. There, people seem to have legitimate gripes about no, this stuff got bad because it got okay. too popular. So, examples. One that I know you'll love caught my attention for you, Lazlo, is mm-hmm. garage sales. They yeah. say yard sales, garage sales, flea markets. They say that uh, now reselling vintage things is such a, uh, cool a trendy, thing. cool thing to do that all that stuff just became extremely expensive, whereas it used to be if you liked something that was a little dated, you could get it cheap because it was okay. dated, but now all that stuff's expensive. Okay, I'll buy that. I haven't done a Maybe. ton of flea market purchasing. But I don't know but- that you go to garage sales and get vintage retro stuff and it's overpriced right. like these garage know. sales are oh is that what they're saying these garage sales are overpriced yes but i don't i as don't as opposed to like the consignment sales. shops i yeah. could see those are overpriced Free markets, yard sales and garage sales i said yeah. i don't go to enough garage sales or yard sales i know people will get up early in the morning on those days and they like you know there'll be those neighborhood garage sales and they right. go out from spot to spot i've never done that when i was a kid we used to stop by them like my mom would like to go to them but we never made it a thing like you know this morning we're going Garage sale, garage sale shopping, and we're going to go right. all these places. We never did that. Uh, one that I thought was interesting. Now I never really watched it, but I know you used to, so you might agree with this, Lazo. But they said that the Food Network is one of the best examples of something that used to be good, and then it got really popular. They're talking about how it used to be a place that you could actually learn, you know, how to do basic cooking things, learn some recipes, stuff like that. And now that it's just a, a, a competition show for over the top baking competitions and stuff like that, I guess. I guess there's a lot of channels. I don't like ever that, remember though. it. 
I think it was really. I don't just remember it ever giving like cooking lessons, but it, maybe I'm wrong. It, all I it always felt like that was, thing. When, when did it get popular? Then what are they talking about? Because Top Chef and well, Alton Iron Brown Chef is, and all that. Of, they kind of credit him. Is that his name, Alton Brown? Am I saying that right? Yeah, yeah from right? Good Eats. Yeah, that he was kind of the one who tried to cook stuff. M- well, made that network popular. So mm-hmm. he got really popular, and the the network started to get kind of popular, and then. Before you knew it, you started having these competition shows like every other. But that's the same. I mean, TLC used to be the learning channel. You know, it used to be. Right. We used to, in school, we used to watch stuff off the learning channel. If you right. watch anything off the learning channel, if your kids, it's not the learning channel anymore. I guess it's just called TLC. But if your kids said, we watch TLC shows today at school, you'd be like, why are you watching 90 Day right. Fiance? Sure. What are you doing? Discovery Channel 2. You know, it was, mm-hmm. used to be pretty but they didn't really change animal. the food network. I mean, I don't know. Who cares? Right. I Whatever. Don't, I, don't I don't know, know that I didn't, if it's worse. I didn't watch it enough, so I really don't know. I know that you used I to like it. I wouldn't watch it if I thought they were just giving recipes. Right. Right? So, the competition shows are what people watched, I think. I mean, Alton Brown was interesting, but other than that. I, I do remember, I, I mean, it was a long time ago, but I thought that you had, maybe it was even like a caller who called up talking about Alton Brown. This I do like, like Alton Brown. Me, that you... You liked him and that you I liked did, watching yeah. on Food Network. And I started around that time to hear more people talk about Food Network. And then not that long ago, I read something about him, like kind of what happened to him, his arc, and how he made that network really right. popular. And now it's, it has changed. But that's a lot of those channels. One that I will agree with, and I don't want to sound like a hipster, but it has changed, although I still think that there are there's still plenty of fun things to do. It's just different, is Vegas. And I'm not... I mean, I am old, but I'm not that old. So when I first went to Vegas when I was 20, we're talking about, you know, 20 years ago, right? Right. Uh, It wasn't – it didn't look so different. I mean, it looked fairly different, but it didn't look so different. The strip was just different, though. When I would go there, I I liked it so much that we went uh, every year. Me and and, uh, Chalen would go once a year. And it was a lot of, like, you know, kind of people that you would see at casinos – here, there's a lot of people who are serious sure. gamblers, a lot of people just sitting in front of the slot machines. But the places were always really clean. They kept it nice. I started to notice as time went on that there were more and more nightclubs and more and more people on the street with those big plastic oh, free yeah, yeah. drinks. And they're wearing polo shirts and short skirts and all that. And they look like they're going clubbing. And not right. to say that that didn't exist before, but it became... Over time, I was like, that's really what this is now. And I think there's parts that you can go to that aren't like that, or you can go downtown or whatever. But it did change, and I see what people are are talking about. And that things, those things that were there even just 20 years ago when I first started going, you could go on the strip to Casino Royale and play dollar craps or whatever with 100 times odds. That kind of stuff seems to have mostly gone away and gotten a little more expensive. So I understand that one. The next thing that they say used to be cool uh, until it got popular was voice acting. Now, I thought they were going to say, like, voice work, people that narrate television shows and audiobooks, and that now they're just using AI. But no, these people are complaining about the fact that voice actors, that used to be a career. You'd be a voice actor, like those guys that did... um, you know, the old uh, Warner Brothers cartoons? Is it okay. Warner Brothers? Yeah. You know, just all those things that they were, that's, you might not recognize them in person, but they did voice work for tons of movies and shows. And now Hollywood has said, we want celebrities to do the voices of all of these characters because it helps put asses in sure. seats. And in my mind, I'd have to go back and look like, yeah, but were they not putting celebrities? I, I have a feeling that a lot of people that wrote this might not realize that the the people that were doing voices in those cartoons they liked when they were a kid actually were celebrities, but they were celebrities from the 60s or 70s or whatever. Right, maybe. And they just didn't know them, you know? I'm not positive. And, and I know that they do put big celebrities, and people complain about Chris Pratt being Mario, or they complain about anything when they get someone to do a voice for a, a big cartoon. But that's like not, not something I've lost any sleep over. 
I don't have a problem with it at all. I like looking at it, like, you know, pulling my phone up in the movie and being Me going too. to the like, who is that? Oh, man. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that's... I and I like the way they uh, make the cartoon characters, even though, like, it's clearly Donkey Kong or whatever. Yeah. He's got a little bit of look in it. Bowser's got a yeah. little of Jack Black's look in his eye, right? Yeah. And you're like, okay. Yep. Yep, I get There's it. There's a little bit of that in The Lion King, I felt like. Maybe mm-hmm. just in yep. your head. No, you're, you're right. like, yep. man, he looks a little bit. Yeah, they do like a little bit of a yeah, smile. They're, they're not dumb about it. They know what they're doing. And, I mean, if I'm going back to, like, Toy Story, I was a kid when that came out. Those were big celebrities. Yeah. You know, Tim Allen was huge. Tom Hanks mm-hmm. was right. huge. Uh, they had, you know, George Wint and, and uh, uh, Ernest and all those people. There yeah. were... Those were all celebrities. So, you know, maybe the Fox and the Hound. I don't remember the Fox and the Hound. No, really, you know what I mean? Or the Rescuers Down Under. Maybe that's what people are complaining about. So voice acting. Well, Casey Kasem was doing Scooby-Doo back in the that's day. That's true. So, I mean, yeah. he was a celebrity. Exactly. Well, that's a good one. Uh, Etsy. I've never used Etsy. I get Etsy yeah. and Pinterest mixed up. Etsy, you buy stuff, yeah. right? Pinterest is where you get ideas. I think so. Is it, or is it, it must be Pinterest. I know that one of them is like you need a... Uh, an account to view this. Like, I'll be trying to oh, look yeah, up pictures Oh, yeah, that's Pinterest. Is it Pinterest? I mean, yeah. that happens to me. Like, I'll look something up, and I'll be like, and I'll click, and I'll be like, I'm like, okay, forget it. So why have I never, that I recall seeing, I mean, I'm sure I have at least once, but I don't recall searching for something that I want to buy and having it pop up on Etsy. Is that just I because it's mostly Etsy, for, like, jewelry for women? Yeah, I think it's stuff? what pe- people make it. It's yeah. all hand So I don't know what stuff. you're looking for, but you'd have to be looking for, like, handmade okay. plant baskets or something okay. and yeah. people make it keeks right? was trying to get uh her like one of her daughter's favorite video games she wanted to get like a stuffed animal but it's a really obscure game mm-hmm. so she looked and on etsy they had done like a little you know plushie right. of this video game character okay so, so it's, it's that stuff i think make. it's stuff like yeah like your mom makes. like if you wanted hip-hop pig pants you go to etsy yeah. okay or sell my mom's quilts or yeah right or, okay uh i mean have you guys ever bought anything off there no okay i've never even opened it up i'm just that's, that's what, what I'm i saying. think I'm not, it is i'm not mm-hmm. sure I know that I've heard people talk about it for years, but I've never, I've never used it. Now, this one I thought was weird because it seems kind of the opposite to me, but they said food trucks used to be good until they got too popular. Maybe it's just like where we live, but it seems like we see better food trucks better. now. Yeah, there's more options. I mean, there's a time. Yeah, but I think that's the point. The What's the point? The point is, is that there's more food trucks and not all of them are good. It used to be that you could go to a food truck and you'd know, like, hey, this person started a food truck. They're serious about food. It's a cool thing. And now it's like everybody bought one. Like there's one in the parking lot behind Hooters for tacos. Okay. And I think it's like anything else. If you get more and more and more of them, then you're going to have, you know, less and less quality, right? Well, also, you grew up in Detroit, so I'm sure it's different. I associated food trucks for a long time with basically going to a carnival and getting a corn dog or a oh, you know, no. fried onion blossom. I don't remember a lot of cool food trucks are really oh, yeah. penny and now you still, still to this day i hear my brother talk about oh you know that fish and chips food yeah. truck we got that fish and chips food truck is good though yeah and whatever it is i just think yeah. it's when you leave the bar at you know 2 a.m and they're outside that and too you're yes there's that's that what food i truck. But now it's there it's a restaurant that you know right. but then yeah a lot of them are, are places that the food truck becomes popular so popular that they get a restaurant yeah yeah and sometimes the restaurant goes under but they keep the food truck you just said well, sometimes truck. restaurants turn themselves into food trucks yeah so oh. but i think the point being is that you know know if you used to have a thousand food trucks and you knew people were really passionate about it but they started to become popular and trendy now you have three thousand food trucks and those people just you know they're not the same type of chefs or restaurateurs are not making the same thing so it used to be at least i felt like when i was a kid in detroit if you stopped by a food truck it was going to be good right it was going to be good it was going to be cheap it was going to be cool and it was going to be specific 
Okay, and maybe right now it's like age. you know I don't know or maybe. By the way, I've never been to that so. taco truck in the parking lot of Hooters, but it is like you know, hey, there's a bunch of them everywhere. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, part of the thing that people <clears throat> complain about is they said once they got too popular, they they were able to start charging really expensive, basically restaurant prices where they mm-hmm. used to be cheaper. I they are also expensive. yeah, that's what I thought it was like. You know, to me, when food truck went, I mean, not that I'm against food trucks now, but it was like, hey, this guy makes like my dad would be like, we're going to get Stromboli. When I was a kid, we would go to this certain area in Dearborn, Michigan, and it was a food truck, and this guy made stromboli, and that's all he made, you yeah. know? And you were like, this is the best stromboli, right. and you'd have to go there for it, right? And you'd yeah. have to go to this guy who owned a food truck, you know, as opposed to, well, there's just food trucks everywhere. Or right. I can order from a food truck on... Uber Eats or whatever. Right. Yeah. It's just different. Uh, an obvious one, it, people said, used to be good to look at popular Facebook. I mean, I almost mm. forget that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we that did used to really be a place to get laid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it was MySpace first. And, and look, right. in the book and in the movie, they talk about like that. That's what mm-hmm. it was for. You disguise it as other things, but it was a way to meet people, right? And then young people were out there trying to find mates, trying to have sex, and that's sure. kind of what it was for. And then at some point, when one of your parents signed up for Facebook, it turned into a place to be angry. And yeah. Well, that took a while, but it, yeah. it did, I remember it was weird. Like when your family got on there, it, it was, was like, so like at first it was like you. you're going to yeah. meet people, and then it was like, oh, I'm going to, and it was still fine at this point. It was like, oh, the Facebook is where I go and see what, uh, you know, my old friends are doing. Yeah, well, like high school, right? I'm no yeah. longer like uh, looking to hook up on this website, but I am curious what you know. Uh, Tom, I was really good friends with him in junior high. He got married, huh, to a teacher. Wow, that's crazy. I don't have to talk to him and find out. I just see, right? Yeah. And then you're right. Then eventually, I think within the last five to six years, it's become like, here's memes why you suck and I don't. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's it's And, you know, I think with MySpace, um, it was not as easy to find people. And also not everyone was using it. With Facebook, because you were using real names... Mm-hmm. You know, always had to put the real name up there and all that stuff. And you were seeing the feed from other people's uh, sure. page without having to go to it. It did. I feel like the the next uh, kind of uh, lifespan of Facebook, that, that second generation after it moved past just being in MySpace, was it was class reunion. Because now everyone's on there. And like you said, you right. could go see what these people look like. You didn't have to go to a class reunion right, anymore. Yeah. Like, oh, I wonder what this person's doing. And then you could also see their vacation pictures. Uh, youth sports is on the list of things that you. And to all of that went away. Like, I think we're there with Facebook. We probably still would be trying to meet people on Facebook. But all that went away when, you know, Tinder and Bumble and all yeah. those were like, dude, don't even worry about all that. Exactly. Just come here just for meeting people, yeah. and right? And your grandma shouldn't be then on here. Then it became easy. We don't think you'll see your grandma right. on here. We're not positive, but we don't think so. Youth sports was high on this list because they say youth sports uh, 20, 30, 40 years ago was a fun thing that kids did, but now it's gotten yeah. really competitive. It's expensive. It's m- more uh, time-consuming and yeah. more parent-driven, they said. Streaming services, I'm just going to disagree with this one. Now, if they're saying that that there's so many of them that it's like paying for cable, okay. But to say that streaming services got worse over time because they're so popular, that's just ridiculous. The amount of options of cool stuff that you have to watch now on streaming services is insane. The amount of stuff that they will put just on a streaming service, whether it's those super expensive Yellowstone prequels for Paramount Plus or Star Wars live-action series on Disney Plus, or just big, expensive things that you can now watch on a streaming service the day it comes out. So if you're going to complain that there's Or even things, I can't remember the names, but even things that, you know... Perhaps come from different countries or right. are low budget, and all of a sudden it takes off. Yep. And people are like, hey, have you seen this? This yeah, is crazy like good. Yeah, it's a great name. There you go. Yep. Like, oh, 
wow. I, I and it becomes this, you know, zeitgeist show where everybody's watching it. And the price thing, like, you know, you don't have to have all the streaming services. You want them, sure. But if you were to just say, I'm just going to have Netflix, you know, when those original cord cutters were just with one or two streaming services, that is still cheaper than what you were paying for cable at the time, right? right? It's 15 20 bucks per service instead of 100 bucks for your cable channels. So the streaming services thing, I kind of disagree with. But is there anything else that they missed that was good until it got popular? I'd say the one I agree with the most is well, Facebook is an obvious one that I would have right. thought of, but I thought Vegas was a good one. It did it changed really fast, and I don't. I think it's so cool. I think it just probably has shifted areas and where you got to go and all that. But it it's crazy just in my lifetime how much it completely changed. There's still a, way more cool about it than not cool, right? For sure. It's just and maybe it's just because I got older. And I was yeah, like, Man, I think look maybe that's it. Because when I go there, there, I don't. It's not. I mean, yeah, there's new casinos, but there's always new casinos every. Yeah, year. they were building them all the time. No, it's not. Yeah. Not the new casinos. It's to me that the party on the street with everyone dressed not up. There, in, though? I in feel club like in my clubs. head, it's always been. There was some, I think, but it felt like there was more of it, and that could have been a total perceptional, right. you know, on my part, and that my friend and I fed that into one another. Right. I don't know, but uh, somebody said that uh, music going viral on TikTok was a thing. I'm like, did that used to be cool? But they were saying that. You know, it used to be like yeah, a, that's a TV true. That used to that be like where it really got started. Yeah, <clears throat> but now they're saying know? social media can ruin a song because someone puts it in. They use that song for every video, every single thing that goes viral. Right. I guess I'm not on TikTok enough to notice that, but um, but you don't hear people saying it anymore. So there is something to be said for that. Like they would say, like this, this song is gotten huge on TikTok, ten million. You know, like that dance monkey or whatever yep. it was, right? Like this song is massive. It was massive because of TikTok. <clears throat> It was like I can't really pride. think of anything now. Yeah, because in the last year, cool. where somebody said, "Man, this song is massive on TikTok. You've got to hear it." I haven't heard that, but I I'm sure five years ago, like, I heard it all the time. Yep, that's how they started <clears throat> telling us stuff. Record labels right. started saying like this song instead of saying this <coughs> commercial or it's, it's like Kate Bush on uh, Stranger Things. Like that is I mean, well, right, but that was from a show, right? So that matters. right. I mean, yeah, I, mean, I guess it's different than social media, but it's it's a. Uh, like you said, it's like well, and that's what they were saying. Thing. It used to be shows and commercials that would get these right. songs. But now it's TikTok. But now I'm not even sure it's TikTok anymore. Yeah, I don't know either. The Church of Lazarus. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Yo. Yo. You good? I'm good. When's the last time you had to Uber? Mm, it's been reason? a while. Yeah, me too. I was trying to think. Uh, oh, boy. I used to use it a lot, uh, but I really can't remember the last time I used it. But I do recall a rumor. I don't go out much, though. Right, me neither. I do recall a rumor about Uber that I think we talked about uh, on the air at some point, which was this theory that Obviously, they do, uh, you know, the, the price increases based on how busy things are. If you're trying to leave a football game or a baseball game or whatever, then they're going to have those, uh, what do they call it, peak, peak pricing or surge pricing. Yeah. We knew that. But there was this rumor that if your battery was about to die on your phone, they were charging you more. That somehow Uber... Oh, they knew. Huh? It, yeah, and I always thought that's okay. It's, it's interesting, but it's... it's ridiculous like it just it sounds ridiculous and it's the kind of thing that i i believe that in that moment you believe it because you you've got to get this ride you don't have time now to check to see like is this right is, is this a, i'm guessing you're the only person with you know, sure. the uber account on your phone and your phone is dying you need that ride and you think well i guess i got to do this i don't have time to call anybody else but i don't remember there ever being any type of evidence of it now snow cone you drove for uber for a while mm-hmm did you? I guess you wouldn't know on on your end as a driver nope. whether or not no idea they're charging more because someone's battery is low. No idea. But I saw this story and now. It's and do they tell you what they're charging? You can look and see. Yeah, because so you pick the ride. Uber can tell you how much they're charging per mile. Yeah. So when it, from what I remember, and it's been a long time. But from what I remember, it's it will ding you like this person, you know, this far away. And I think they said like, here's how much. It would be like it for the trip, and then mm-hmm. when the trip was over, you could see a breakdown of everything if you, you wanted okay. to. Like you had to look for it. You didn't, didn't just tell you right, right away, but you could look and see. Here's what we got. Here's what you got. Here's what they paid. Okay. So over the weekend, I started seeing stories about this again, and then I saw there's a, a actual claims or a report that's claiming that Uber is charging more for people whose batteries are low. Now it happened in uh, Belgium. How would they know? Because I guess they have. You know, potentially, when you say you accept the terms, I don't know what all I'm accepting, but what information they can get from my phone. But maybe part of the information they're allowed to get from my phone is what the battery life <sighs> that is. That just seem like such a well, whatever, man. And I'm that, not a computer guy, so that's what you know. TikTok has been accused of is having access to so many things on your phone. Now it could be that all of those apps have it, and they're just picking on TikTok because they're Chinese. But that's what you hear in the news a lot: is why do they have access to this? And the the guys who tried to backwards route the apps, whatever the hell it's called, I don't know anything about that. And they say. Oh, it looks like even when you delete it, it's still sending information to this. And who knows? I know that I just hit accept, and I have no idea what I'm clicking sure, accept, and I assume most people don't. But again, this did happen in Belgium. But it says uh, Uber has been accused of hiking the fare if a person's phone battery is low. According to the study by a Belgium newspaper, 
It says, a Belgian newspaper, Uber charged 6% more for a journey made on a smartphone with only 12% battery uh, or less remaining compared to the same journey with a phone, on a phone with 84% battery. So they say that there have been differences that people have spotted in the past between iPhone and Android, that they mm-hmm. might be in the same spot. One tries to book on Android, one tries to book on iOS. I'd never heard that one before. Right. But there were claims that it, they were getting different uh, estimates. My thing, though, is... If you're both, I don't know how you do that study because if one of us is going to get that request sent through first, if we're sitting right next to each other, so it would stand to reason maybe that the person who goes second, like well, we're going to charge a couple dollars more because we're we're already sending someone over there. One sure. of the drivers who's close is already going to pick up Reed. Now Lazo just asked, so you know maybe that's why. I have no idea. The study was conducted in Brussels. The test involved two identical requests made to go um, from and to the same location. The phone with 84% battery was charged, as an example here, sixteen sixty for the journey, while the phone with 12% battery was charged seventeen fifty. So they're not saying that they're like doubling the price, but they're saying that it's this 12%. Right. Or what did they say? They did say an increase, didn't they? They're 6%. 6%. So, however, Uber has denied the allegations that it determines the fare based on the battery level of a user's phone in a statement to this newspaper, Uber said that its pricing is determined by the existing demand for rides and the supply of drivers who can respond to it. The company claimed that it does not take into account the phone's battery level to calculate the price of the trip. But they, they didn't say they didn't have that info. It doesn't say that they don't have that information. I didn't that it leads me to believe they do. Let me see if they say anywhere in this thing about... Cause uh, they've got more quotes here. Uber does not take into account the phone's battery level to calculate the price of a trip. Doesn't say they don't know it again. The dynamic pricing applies to trips booked via Uber, and it's determined by an existing demand for rides and supply of drivers who can respond to it. Basically the same thing. So anyway, it says this is not the first time that Uber's been accused of misusing users' phone battery life data. In 2016, the company's former head of economic research, Keith Chen, said in an interview with NPR that Uber had found that the users were, that users were willing to pay more surge pricing especially when their battery levels were sure. low. However, he denied that the company was using battery levels to increase prices. They're saying, like, looks like people are willing to pay more. So it, that, to me, sounds well, like... Well, it's an emergency, does. right? My phone's dead. I'm not going to be able to get a ride. Right. Well, that, and that, to me, sounds like they do know when your phone battery is low. Right? Yeah. They're able to do, look back Studies at it and they do. got data and they say... Well, at first, I'm phones. like, that's bull ass, and I don't love it. But then I'm also like, you know, it is the law of supply and demand. And then I think of the things that I do to Uber. Yeah. Like, I'll, like, I like to ride Uber X, right? Mm-hmm. But I'll do the medium Uber and, and see what kind of car it is. Yeah. And then cancel it. If it's, it's and small. then do the Uber X and then see, oh, I can get the rate, this car for a cheaper fare. I'll just do it that way and cancel the Uber X. Yeah. So they know I'm doing that and they don't ever, they're never like, yo. Right, you're suspended or whatever. Right, like obviously you're price shopping for you know a a Chrysler 300 to pick you up. Right, and that's my thing. But it does uh, make me mad sometimes if you pay for that Uber X and then it's like you know it's a car that you could have gotten. I know that's why for something regular. But I always do the Uber X first, cancel it, call another car, and see if it's comparable. I would get the Uber X for going to the airport because I thought, well, we've got luggage. Right, you know, we're probably going to need an Uber X, and I was surprised a few times, like. This is well. What if you do my trick and cancel the UberX and then do the other one? A lot of times, the same car. They just send you the same car. It may not be the same person. That's hard to tell sometimes, you know, because I don't remember the person's name when I cancel it. This sounds like a TikTok (coughs) Uber hack, Lazo. Right, but if you're like, oh, because you know, like sometimes it'll be like, uh, you know, a Kia, you know, I don't know, like one of their big SUVs, right? 
Right. And then you cancel it, it'll be another one. And it's this, and I wonder if they just do like I can when you sign up for Uber, can you say I want to do Uber X, I want to do this other Uber, and then it makes you available for all three different rides? I believe you have to have a certain kind of car. Right, but if you had like okay, let's just say you had a Lincoln Continental, and you said, I oh, want to... I do all three? Yeah. I think I think so, probably. Right. But so I, if there's this one guy in my area, and he, you get the same car no matter what you call, you just pay more for it if you ask for UberX. And don't... I could be wrong. But well, you can't go up, but you can go down. Yeah. You're like, hey, I got a Continental, but if somebody calls for a ride share, I'll do it, that. But it could be, yeah. Do, do minivans count as UberX? Sometimes. I was thinking that they did. Okay, because... And I'm fine with that, like especially if I'm trying to get luggage to the airport. Like, hey, at least you've got room. There's right. room for us to sit. We can put everything in here. But I know that I've had a minivan pick me up more than once when I get the cheapest right. Uber ride. Exactly. So I think they so, do all of them. Okay. Well, uh, the thing is, I was going to say about this whole you know charging people more and the batteries low. If they proved that they were doing that, or even if they came out and said, yeah, we do that, is there a law in the United States that would – like is that price gouging? Is Maybe. that – like that's what I was trying to think. Maybe. I know they always go back and forth about that. Like, is it price gouging? Well, I don't know. You've got you know, this like they do it with the thing. right, and they do it with the people who like if there's a tornado, they charge you more to come and get rid of the trees out of your yard than they did yeah. the day before. Right, and is that they, bad though? That's my. It's always my argument. Like the guy, not only is he busy, but the guy goes through. You know, who knows how long he's had this tree removal company, right? And, you know, uh, uh, you're doing all these price comparisons and not, right, doing it, all these other things, doing it yourself or whatever. He's stuck to this company, and then all of a sudden, his, unfortunately, his payday comes in. I remove trees from people's yards, and now there are a ton of trees in people's yards. And they're like, yeah, but you should do it for free. What? Right. This no. is what I do. This is your chance to be in the block. <laughs> right. Like after all that I time. get to make money doing this after I've been struggling forever. So I get the opposite side of that. I mean, they do that when there's hurricanes, right? If you need a pool guy to come clean your pool, well, everyone needs one after a hurricane. I assume that it was more expensive. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's just Well, whenever that forever. happens, then people get pissed. Uh, and you'll hear, you'll hear the that. price gouging argument like this guy's price gouging. He used to remove your tree for 200 bucks, but now he's charging 400 bucks. Okay. Right. Kind of need it done, though. Like, real right. soon. Yeah. There's a bunch of people that want it done real soon. I, I, I would not be shocked if it costs more to get your air conditioner fixed in July than it does in December. And maybe it doesn't. I don't know. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if it did. Now, again, Uber denies that they're using your battery life to dictate how much your ride costs. They're not denying it. doesn't sound like the fact that they might have access to that. Because right. they're saying, we do know that people are willing to pay more. When they have the people with low batteries, I'd be willing to, to pay more. Willing to pay more, and that makes sense. Right. If I've got eight percent, I'm not messing around with the cancel the ride, check the ride. I'm right. like, I got eight percent. I need a car here. Right. Trying to call a friend. Do right. And if, then, if it does die, and they message me and say, "Sorry, we canceled the ride." Now I don't know. Right. And I can't get another one. Like I'm trying to do it as quick as I can. So they say the experts, whoever those are, their concerns they say are about the ethics of the company using your personal data, things like your battery level. To determine pricing. And I just, I, the personal data, the battery level, sure, it's sort of personal, but with yeah. all the stuff that we give up. But we keep saying that, like personal data. And like- Laura Ramirez on our Twitch, if you want to watch it, twitch.tv slash church she says, don't they charge more for roses near Valentine's Day? Right? I'm sure. Right. And so isn't that personal data? Well, I well mean, you're giving it to them. What do you mean? 
Well, I mean, saying like now you, they know you're in a relationship. There's a lot oh, of things oh, you can oh. gain from that little interaction. Right, but I think they just say, anywhere. like, the fact that they know these things about your phone, and it's like, I assume they know a lot of stuff based right. on this app. But I'm just saying we always worry about the personal data that we're giving, but the personal data we give at any store is quite a bit, usually, yeah. and don't think that Address, it isn't. Just through credit your, card? Right, just through your credit card, what you buy, what you don't buy. It's not all through your phone, and we haven't really complained about it in the past, but don't think when you go buy... 27 items at Target or have 36 items delivered by Instacart. They don't know what you're getting. Right. And they don't have an idea of where you live, how much your house costs, what your mortgage is, all of that information they get. It's all out there. And I could see if they said, oh, man, these Uber drivers were looking at pictures on people's phones through the app. They're able to see. Okay, well, that's obvious. Right. right? Well, that's right. But the battery level thing, I'm like, is that really I boy, I don't know if in the United States where we don't really have any data privacy right. laws. Right. I don't know. I feel like if they were doing it, they could come out and say it, and people might be like, "I think people okay. would be pissed." I'm sure they would. I mean, people get pissed right. when they raise the price of Netflix. So I'm sure there'd be people that were pissed, but would they be shocked? I would be shocked. I just didn't know because look, I'm just a dumb Gen X guy. You give me technology and I use it. I don't know how to create it. Right. I don't know how it works. I'm not, you know, I think younger people have a much better idea of that stuff. I would have never known they can that they would know that they could know or until this very moment or that they would want it for any reason how much my phone is charged. Right. And not- I just would have never thought. I thought the data that would be transferred from a phone would be things that Matter. Matter. And also would be transferred via the internet. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I don't know who's keeping track of my... I would have never known that my charged phone rate was something that traveled in space somewhere. And we, we, and I would have just know, never thought it. We don't know for certain that they do have this information, but it certainly doesn't sound like they're denying that they have it. Right. And now you say it, I guess, stuff. well, there's a way that they can get it. But I don't know how. I'm still confusing to me. I'd still pay the extra. I'm telling you right now, if my phone was at 2%... And of course I'm, I'm paying extra. They're I'm smart to do it. Now, night, I don't know if it's, you know, I might morally or... But, you know, I mean, everything is. Like, if you go to a lawyer and you say, you know, uh, this is my net worth and I'm getting a divorce, they're like, well, this is how much it is. If you say, this it's is my more. net yeah. worth... Yeah. And, and they're like, yeah, this is going to be more. Right, of right? course. I mean, it's not the same price. Nothing's the same price for everybody. It's a thin line between capitalism and price gouging. I never right. quite know where that's at. I could, if they want to pass a law that says, hey, they can't do that, they don't need that information, right. they've got to change their terms, okay, And they fine. do it for some products. Yeah. Well, when I sold beer and wine in Michigan, the price was in a book. Mm-hmm. And according to the Liquor Commission Control, I couldn't change that price. Now, my dad sold food. So we would go to the same restaurant sometimes, right? We'd meet for lunch, and I'd sell him booze, and he'd sell him food. He could charge him whatever he wanted. Yeah. Like, if uh, if a steak was 10 bucks, he could charge him 7 bucks or 17 Didn't matter. Me, if I charged him a case of beer and it was 12 bucks, it was 12 bucks. It I couldn't make it. had to be that. Yeah. I couldn't change the price no matter what. So they certainly do it. Yeah. They know. have rules for certain things. And there's because if be I could change things. the price, I would have. Like, if I would have walked into a restaurant at night and they're like, man, we are completely out of red wine, I'd be like, well, I can get bottle. you something right yeah. here. Boy, but that would have been pricier than it would have been on a Monday afternoon when I'm trying to get your business. Of course. The Church of Laszlo. It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Corpies infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo.
Yo. Yo. What's going on? We are doom scrolling. Okay. Uh, horrible news over the weekend out of our hometown, Kansas City. I see, uh, I first saw it in local news and then I started right. to see it pop up other places. And by this morning, they were talking about it on Good Morning America and the Today Show. It was like the big uh, story. And if you're not aware, uh, a 16 year old kid named Ralph Yarl was, uh, Yarl was mm-hmm. shot while knocking on a door at a house trying to pick up his brother. Now, what happened is his parents sent him to go get his brother, to pick up his brother. The address is, you know, 115th Terrace. He goes to 115th Street. So he's at the wrong house, Terrace versus Street. He knocks on the door. We're not exactly sure what happens other than the fact that he ends up getting shot in the head and in the arm. Now, Miraculously, he has survived, but he is in stable yet critical condition. Community members in Kansas City are demanding justice after a 16-year-old was shot last week after ringing the wrong doorbell. The family of 16-year-old Ralph Yarl joined hundreds of people from across the Kansas City area for a rally yesterday. Police say Yarl went to pick up his siblings Thursday night and ended up at the wrong address where he was apparently shot by a resident of the home. That teen remains in stable condition. The resident was taken into custody. Prosecutors are investigating. Now he was taken into custody and released. Released. Because in Missouri, apparently, when you're charged with a felony, they can only hold you for 24 hours until they charge you. And they said that they were not ready to charge him yet. They have said that they understand the sentiment amongst many people in the community. They are trying to speed up this process, but that they are awaiting a, a statement from Jarl, which I'm like, how long will that take if he got shot in the head? You know, right. I, don't, I don't know exactly what kind of condition he's in, and they said he's got a long road. Then what to kind of statement do you need? Right, I mean, he was shot in the head, and and they they did say they recovered a weapon at the scene. We know that the shooter was white. I did see one of the. Police he's eighty. Say, uh, I, oh yeah, and older, and I did see a. Well, I see a, the I owner see of the home uh, where a black teenager was shot and wounded last week. In the Northland is a white man in his 80s. Okay, I see. So I saw, someone did uh, the property records. Okay. So I saw older um, white male, and maybe that's where they got it from, because they also say right. that they are not releasing his name or any identifying information about the shooter at this time because of the sun, 84. Sunshine Law. So if he was the shooter, you know, if, it's, if that's the guy, then sounds like he might have been 84 years old. We don't know Well, this much. is from the star. Here you go. So I'm okay. clicking a bunch of links as we talk about it. So I want to make sure I get it right. Yeah. But property records reviewed by the star show a man, 84, owns the home where Ralph was shot. A database on custody status also showed the man, that same man mm-hmm. who owns the home, mm-hmm. was booked last week by KCPD. Okay. Well, then so then, you know, it says the star is not naming the homeowner because he has not been charged yet. Right. Okay. But so I don't understand that together. because it says... Star is not naming the homeowner because he has not been charged, but it says he was booked last week by KCPD on charges relating to an assault. So then he was charged. Well, yeah, I guess I don't know exactly how that works. You see what I'm saying? Booked because they didn't just bring him in for questioning. But have you officially been charged? Maybe there's a difference. Well, it says he was booked last week by KCPD on charges relating to an assault. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's charges, but that's the that. star story. So, you know, it says here from NBC, and this was from within the last hour, police said the shooter was taken into custody and held for 24 hours, the maximum for a suspect in a felony until charges are filed. Police have not said what time the suspect was taken into custody, citing Missouri's sunshine law, which allows records to be closed to the public in some limited circumstances. 
And there's a quote here. After consulting with the Clay County Prosecutor's Office, the homeowner was released pending further investigation due to the need to obtain a formal statement from the victim and compile additional information for a case file to be presented. It's such a weird thing to say. And I don't know how this works, but to say we need to wait for a formal statement. What if he had died? Then what do you wait for? Right. I'm being serious. I don't know. No, I'm being honest. It doesn't make any sense. Would you say then like, well, we definitely were never going to And do they need a formal statement from everyone? Right. Who like, what if I stole from? a car? Right. I don't. I like. I don't. I just seems like that. I haven't heard that. Like, if I steal a car, do they need a formal statement from the person who stole the car? Right. And for the, the car stolen from? I. I don't. I, I. I just don't get it. And they're also saying, you know, we don't think race played a factor into this. Although, you know, we know that the shooter was white. I'm like, what? Why don't you think it? Right. Does that make me racist to think? No, it? but why don't you think right. it? Why don't you? What think makes it? you eliminate it from that point? Just because you don't see anything that was no one uh, has reported that there were things screamed that they heard right. someone saying racist things that he had uh, racist uh, flags in his front yard. I mean, what makes you think that? Because I'm sorry, but as someone who grew up in this country, I can't help but think that if this was a white kid who knocked on the wrong door looking for his friend, that he. Might not have gotten shot. Right. I, I, I mean, I don't know what that percentage is, how much it decreases. It's not to say that it couldn't happen, that some 84-year-old guy gets scared or trigger happy or both or whatever it was and shoots a white kid. But come on, we're all thinking it. Or does that just make us, you know, we're the racist because no. we're thinking it? Like, no. no, come on. You're thinking it too. You're absolutely thinking it. If you're not, I don't believe you. You do not think that the chances of this kid getting shot for knocking on the wrong door, would be the same if he was white. There's no way you think that. And, and look, either way, kids should not get shot for knocking on the wrong door. The fact that they're thinking yeah, of that, any this, color. Could be, that right. this could be a stand-your-ground case, because Missouri stand-your-ground says that you don't have to retreat, but how is this standing your ground? If someone knocks on the door and says, is my brother here? Is my family here? Is my friend here? I'm here to pick someone up. And they said he didn't even get to say that in this story. From NBC News, they say he rang the doorbell shortly before 10 p.m. and waited for someone to respond. Uh, Whoever was inside took a little longer than he anticipated to respond, so he just waited at the door. This is citing a formal statement from Ralph, who apparently gave a formal statement to law enforcement investigators from his hospital bed Friday. Okay. So I don't So there is a formal statement. Right. What statement are you waiting for? He heard rustling around going on in the house, and then finally the door was open. Uh, He was confronted by a man who told him, don't come back around here, and then shot him. Okay. Well, I don't understand why this says, because I'm also looking at NBC News, and this is from less than an hour ago, and obviously yours has more information because... Mine still says that the homeowner has been released pending further investigation due to the need to obtain a formal statement right. from this the victim. Right. This says he got a formal statement on Friday. Okay. I didn't know that he could Like, talk. none of this sounds right to me. Right. I'm totally confused. So, And when I just read these things, like, I'm not an attorney, so I don't know. But I hope that civil rights attorneys flock to this city from all over the country who can be like, wait, you need a formal statement? Well, he gave one Friday. Why is this person still out? Like, what is going on? You need to answer for all of this. Man, if I just think if I shoot For all of it. And, you know, know what? It's just the fetishization of guns. This guy in his house, right? And you buy all these guns because you don't buy all these guns 
Yes, you say it's for protection, but you buy them because you want to use them. Yeah, you get. You uh, want to use them. You're fetishizing. Yeah. Right? Excited. And you're like, oh, man, there's a black kid knocking on my door at 10 p.m. This is my time. And how does that stand your ground? Keep the door closed. If you're really scared, then call the police. I don't see how. Can I do that? Let me ask you that. You think that happens if I do that? If somebody, if the, if if a if a utility worker knocks on my door at nine p.m., can I open up the door and shoot him in the head? I don't think so, but I don't know. I guess you know maybe someone can tell us otherwise, but I don't think so. And the Supreme Court decided a while back, you know, there was that whole case about the guy whose car was getting stolen. So he and it's being stolen from his property. It's in his yard, right? But he, you know, comes out of the house and he's trying to chase the person and shoots the person. Now the Supreme Court, as I recall, said. Look, your life was never in any type of danger, right. though. You just let the car go. You don't have uh, the they right told to my, kill my, someone. Uh, a, a long time ago, my grandfather, he had a car stolen out of his driveway. Mm-hmm. And he ran out with a gun and shot at the back of it. Mm-hmm. And the car didn't stop. They came back. The cops said, what happened? My grandfather told them the whole thing. They said, you're lucky you didn't hit him. You'd be in jail for murder. Right. Period. Right. And Guy's thought- leaving. You shot him. You can't do that. Because I thought we were all on the same page that that isn't covered by stand your ground laws, right. whatever state you're in. I don't. But we're I already in the Trayvon Martin, which we talked about with Nick. I know. You know, like you get to that point to where you're like, even if you start the fight, he at followed that point, him. Yep. In the Trayvon Martin case, he followed him. Like I don't need it. That's not stand your ground when you follow somebody. Right. If I'm arguing with Slim Fast and he walks away. And then I follow him around the corner, and a fight ensues. That's not stand your ground. Right. I followed him. I agree. But and they, the same thing with here. Opening up your door and shooting someone on your porch in the head is not stand your ground. That's, that's mean, murder. That's even more obvious, I think. Not to say that the other isn't, because it, it totally is. But, you know, then they try to say, well, it's stand your ground, because even if you start the fight... If the other person is fighting back and now you fear for your life. Now, in my mind, I'm thinking, well, you started it. This is the risk that you run here. You, you didn't have to start this fight for any reason. But that seems to be the way that they decided that one was, well, he was fighting back. And if he was fighting back and he was winning, well, now he's, he fears for his life. So then right. he shoots him. I'm like, so confused by that. But you don't even have that here. No. It doesn't sound like. And I, I want to know they've got to have footage. I'm guessing these houses, someone had a ring doorbell camera. Sure. Somebody has to have, if nothing else, audio. I would not be surprised at all if this homeowner has right. a, a ring doorbell. And so, someone and- brings up a good point uh, on our Twitch. Again, if you want to watch us do this and interact with other people, you could do so. Twitch.tv slash Church But always turn it around. And we always do that. And they did it as well. What if an 84-year-old guy, white guy, went to the wrong house at 10 p.m.? They open up the door, and a 16-year-old black guy said, don't come around here anymore, and shot him in the head. He Are you kidding me? You think they'd have been like, boy, we need a statement from the 84-year-old guy. We're going to go ahead and need a formal We brought the 16-year-old kid in. We talked to him. He said he was scared of the 84-year-old white guy. He's out. So we, you know what? We're just we going to wait for a formal statement from the 84-year-old white guy. It's just not real. It doesn't happen. It, uh, it's so unbelievable, and, and it seems so obviously unbelievable. And maybe someone is going to come out of the woodwork now and say, oh, here's an example of when it happened. But, boy, I, I sure don't think so because I'm with you. No. It's so obvious that there are so many things wrong with this case, starting with the fact that he got shot for you know ringing the wrong doorbell. Right. 
You shouldn't. That shouldn't be. In fact, he shot shot again. Right. And then the other part of the story, he ran to houses to get help, and it took three houses. Three houses. Yeah. Three houses to help this kid. Yep. Yeah, that sucks too. That was a horrible part of the story. And then you bring this guy in who did the shooting, and he goes home. If I shoot someone who knocks on my door at 10 p.m. and all they did was knock on my door, if I shoot that person, I think, damn. Sorry, hon. I guess I'm. You can't shoot. I'm not going to be coming back in 24 hours. I'm probably going to be. Probably going to be in jail for a while. I mean, and I'm guessing that they're going to charge me with something initially, and then they could add charges to that, but right. I assume that they're going to keep me in jail. Of they're, course. They're, they're going to hold me there. What do I know? Certainly looks like racism to me, and it looks like Right, more- and by the way, right, Knives Omega says they didn't help him until they said lay on the ground with your hands behind your back. Kid got shot in the head. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, people. I mean, there's so much. Like, this covers so much. Yeah, this you is, know, uh, like our just ridiculous gun laws, right? This is different, even uh, than the way they, we fetish guns in this country. The, the guy got racism. Changed. I mean, remember the what was that guy's <clears throat> name who got shot? Because they said he was going into houses that were being built. There's so many people that get shot. You remember his name now? But you know who I'm talking about. And there was video of that. And you know, those were like neighborhood watch vigilantes, yeah. whatever. That was so ridiculous. This is somehow even more ridiculous. Again, he knocks on the door, and if that's actually what happened, if we get video and find out, which I would not be surprised to find out, that all he did was knock on the door looking for his family, finds out he's on street instead of terrace or vice versa, whichever it is, and gets shot for that, that's about as egregious as it gets. And what makes it, you know, that's, that's America. And you wouldn't be shocked to hear that someone unjustly shot a person for knocking on the door at 10 p.m. in this country. Unfortunately, you're not shocked by that. Right. But the fact that this guy sounds like he's at home, and they're like, well, we need to figure out what kind of right. charges, you know. we got to wait for more uh, statement from the victim. I, I don't get that at all. All right. So no, I mean, and I, you know what? <clears throat> People are going to get mad about this, but... Clearly, this is not as important, and our friend Dustin texted me this, too, and I was thinking about it, like, you better handle this, and you better handle it right, because there's a lot of stuff going on in Kansas City soon, and I can absolutely see the NFL pulling out of the draft here. Don't kid yourself. You need to clean up your act, right? We've seen it happen. We've seen major corporations. We've seen major conventions say, you know what? That ain't cool. We'll do it somewhere else. And I know that's not as big of a deal, but it, it is. You better fix it. Right, like if the fix if, your problem. If innocent lives being lost doesn't motivate you, right? Maybe money will. Right. Something. What is it? Yeah. Right. Maybe that's something you just can't sweep under the carpet. Yeah. It's uh, unbelievable. Uh, all right, Sunken, we did that. That was it. Okay, we got to take a break. We'll come back and we'll do the much lighter side of doom scrolling. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yo. Yo. You ready to finish this? We're finishing Deuce going. Hey, so Nick Wright was here this weekend, and uh, he actually, I don't remember if he talked about this on the show or if he was just talking to us. I think he might have just been talking to us about things that he loves about New York, and he was saying that uh, he really likes the Broadway shows. Yeah. Like, you know, he kind of prefaces with, you guys are going to make fun of me, but you were like, no, I took the boys to yeah. it. SpongeBob shows. I mean, I'm cool. not like... Uh, Overly uh, into the Theater, and yeah. right, and all that stuff, you know, but yeah, to go. Like, if I lived there, do I think it'd be a regular thing? No. No. But would it be a thing that i do every once in a while? Sure. And when I went to New York City with the boys, I was like, well, we have to do it. Yeah. What I thought was cool is like they had like, you know, a concession stand. That I didn't know. Yeah. Like you go back out in the lobby shows. and there's like beer on tap and stuff and people are buying beers. It's like being at a game almost. It yeah. was interesting. And I wonder if they do that for all of them. What, you know, are the levels of food? Do they get a little bit more posh at the more expensive shows? Are they serving yeah, I don't know. at some of them? But Nick mentioned something during that conversation about Phantom of the Opera. and Because we were talking about how long those, those uh, plays or whatever the hell they're called right. will go on if they're successful and how Hamilton will be around forever. Book of Mormon's been around for like, like 17 years or something crazy, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's actually 17 years, but it's been a long time. And, you know, they just run basically until... People stop going to see him, I guess. Phantom of the Opera is done. And in my mind, because I know nothing about how Broadway works, I guess I just thought Phantom of the Opera was one of those things that had always been there and would always be there and was like a staple on Broadway. But I guess even Phantom of the Opera has to come to an end. I'm sorry for all of you who have been dying to see it and just didn't quite make it in time. Tonight, the iconic chromatic chords will reverberate one last time as the Phantom of the Opera takes its final Broadway bow after a record-breaking 35-year run. 35 years. So I guess I just now don't, see this. I, I don't remember it me neither, and I don't remember I a time when that it. wasn't a thing. So I just thought it was always a thing and would always be a thing. Maybe they come back after a while. I don't know. You know, I've never been to a Broadway show, but. I do like the Cirque du Soleil performances in mm. Vegas. Those are fun. Have you been to those? Uh, maybe. I feel, you would remember, I feel like, if you went to one. But I and feel like it o wasn't was really that. It was cool. like a water one. That was O. That's a really, Okay, well, that's what that's I saw really then. I didn't one. know if that I mean, was part of Cirque du Soleil. Yeah, yeah. Okay. O was a big one when it came out. That one, I think, like set all kinds of records for how much money they spent on which I'm sure a lot of them do. I've only seen three of them. I know there's like a Beatles one, and I don't know how many of those are still around, but I did think those were fun. When it comes to like the musicals like Rent and Phantom of the Opera and even Hamilton, I'm sure Hamilton is very good for what I've it never is. seen it. Not I interested. don't think I could sit through are it. You, have you ever seen it? Have you ever seen Hamilton? Yeah. No, like I know, like, I know it's on TV it. yeah, too. I never, yeah. I never watched it. I mean, I've seen clips of it when they show it. Have you seen it, Snuggle? Yeah, I watched it when it came out on the, was it Disney or something? Did, did you, you like it? I really liked it. Did you have a Hamilton board? Because I'm guessing the two of you watched it together. I didn't expect to like it, but I actually really did. Have you seen the Book of Mormon? I know it too. No, I've not, but I'd really like to. Yeah, I I think maybe I would like Book of Mormon. I don't know. I think I'd like it. Just the whole, I'm not as, watching as a kid, we went and saw I know, plays. But like, like, Twitch is already like Hamilton's great. I'm like, I'm not going to do it. I don't think I would I've like it. And that's nothing against it. 
Yeah, it's nothing against it. I'm not criticizing you for enjoying it. Good for mm-hmm. you. I saw they did a new Grease musical on Paramount. I immediately texted mm. Jeremy. You know, I might watch that. I know she'll be, in, or I figured she'd be interested in stuff like that. She's seen every single one of those musicals. She would buy season tickets to go to those plays. Right. I guess they're called plays, performances, right? Sure. Whatever. And as a kid, we did get dragged to some of those for field trips. I remember being incredibly bored, and I don't even remember what they were, but I would say we probably saw four or five of them in right. elementary school. Did you go with your school? There used to be a, there was a, a, a theater downtown, and then there was one at Crown Center, and they would take us to see these plays. They weren't Broadway level. I don't suspect sure. they've been to a Broadway show, but still, it's very hard for me to uh, pay attention to a story that's going on in, in, with music. You know what I mean? Even in movies, when they start singing in movies and it becomes, I love the Muppets growing up, but when they started singing, I was like, come on. Right. There was so much singing and it sucked because I love the Muppets so much. And I do like some of the songs even as I, you know, listened to sure. them as a kid and I got used to them. But I just always hated the the organized singing. West Side Story, my mom loved, and we had a copy of whatever year that thing probably came out in the mm. 60s or something. My mom would watch Have that. you seen the new one? No, I haven't. Again, I don't really have any interest. I heard Has it, your mom yeah, I heard seen it the was new good. One? Uh, she probably has. I don't know. I haven't asked her about it. A uh, substitute teacher in Texas is in trouble because she allegedly started a fight club in school. This is in middle school. And, uh, you know, I don't know what it's like to be a teacher. I don't know what it's like to be a substitute teacher. I don't know. Maybe these kids really had a lot of pent up, um, well, everything. You know, because you hear about kids being uh, acting uh, inappropriately, fighting. We watch the TikTok videos or whatever videos they are of kids going absolutely ballistic in class and attacking teachers, attacking one another, right. picking kids up and throwing them on the ground. Maybe that stuff always happened, and it, I tend to think it probably did. Now we just see it because everyone's got a camera on them at all times. But you keep hearing these stories, like the bus driver out of Ohio from a couple weeks ago that got fired because she screamed and cussed and told those oh, kids yeah. she'd stick her foot up their ass, and she said a lot more than that. And it's just interesting how... The public reacts to these stories. Now, this one, the substitute teacher starting a fight club, I don't see a lot of support for this sub, and she's, uh, from what I read, will not be allowed to sub in the district again. That's probably a good idea. I was devastated. I was like, I couldn't watch the full video. I had to stop it multiple times because I didn't think it was real. I said, this must be a prank. This this is not real. Who in their right mind? Because I trust my child to go to school, but I also trust the staff to keep my kids safe. Now, we don't know that much about this fight club other than that the teacher supposedly had someone watch the door to make sure no one came in, and okay. then there were rules established, and then she would try and First rule convince... Is. The, don't talk about this damn <laughs> mm-hmm. fight club. And she would convince these kids... And then they would to fight? Get into fights, yeah. And then like they would fight. actually fight. Yep, and then someone took a video, which they weren't supposed to do, but, you know, mm-hmm. someone's going to take a video, and it got out, and the parents have seen it, and the school has seen it, and they said, yeah... You, Not good. You, you can't do that. Now, this... Next story is similar, but this is one that gets support from people, which is shocking to me. And okay. I just went ahead and pulled up a news story off of YouTube, too, so that when I'm done with this, I can read you the comments from this uh, news story. But this happened in Oregon. They're doing career day at school. Okay. Do you remember career day? I do. Uh I've done career day, actually. I got I have to not. do career day a couple times because the kids that I graduated with, well, they're not kids anymore, you know, went on to be administrators at schools. And they said, hey, your job sounds sort of fun. Do you want to come do this? And I did. Sure. I think I did it three times, maybe total. It's really early in the morning. You, you have to get there at like 7 o'clock. I'm like, dude, this is so early. Even if I'm just doing it once a year, right, I'm like, yeah. Jesus, driving out here at 7 a.m. And the fact that if I don't show up, 
I feel like such a bum. If I miss that and they're like, oh, he didn't show up, that's a bad look for everyone involved. Right. You're supposed to be there. Not that the kids are so disappointed, but just like the adults yeah. who had me on the list are like, oh, I guess Reed didn't show up. Got to fill in that time. Right. It's just, you know, you got to go do that. And it's just really early. Not saying I would never do it again, but honestly, no, you know what? They do still ask me. They send me a letter. Um, I do? At, yep, once a year still. I'm surprised they don't ask you. I'll bet they do, but you don't read your mail. I'll bet you've probably Nobody's been asked. Nobody's ever asked me. I'll bet you've probably gotten stuff from schools that weren't your Nobody's kids' schools. Nobody's ever asked and like, me. I'm not opening that. And if you'd open it, it said, I open stuff hey, from my kids' school. I'm saying, if it's from your kids' school, but I, right. I'll bet if you got something from a school that wasn't where your kids went, you would just think, oh, oh what is maybe, this for? Yeah. And you wouldn't even look at it. And probably said right in there, Lazo, please. We'd love for you to do this. I don't think so. Well, this mom was doing career day at a school. I assume she was a mom, and she's 43, I think they said. Now, the kids apparently aren't paying attention while she's speaking. Then things seem to get a little bit worse when the the speaker starts to have like a verbal argument with some of the kids. Now, it sounds like she's screaming and telling them to shut up and listen to her, which I don't know where the actual teacher is. When we did career day, the teacher was sitting there in the room. The person who came to speak... If any of the kids are being rude, it's the teacher's job to reprimand the students. It was never the career day persons. And every time I've done career day, the teacher stayed in the room. They don't leave you alone in there with right. the kids. So I don't know what the teacher was doing, but some reason this woman starts getting into this verbal argument with these kids and ends up slapping one of them. She slaps a student. It's a case even Lake Oswego police are stunned by. It's shocking. On Friday, Lake Ridge Middle School was hosting a career day where parents and other community members could teach students about different jobs they can pursue one day. Police say one of the presenters was 43-year-old Ellen Sawo. She was talking to a class when police say she got upset with the students, started swearing at them, and at one point slapped a student in the face. Okay, slapped a student in the face. Okay. Now, you're not a teacher, so... Uh, you know, I hold you a little lower standard, but I'm wondering where the teacher was, like I said. And also, right. I'm thinking to myself, if you slapped a student, that's completely inappropriate behavior. Well, I'd imagine if it's think, assault on a minor. I would think it's possibly breaking some sort of a law. Especially because you don't right? even have any of those weird teacher rules. Exactly. Because you're not a teacher. You're not supposed to be doing this. Right. So then, I was just reading through the comments of this story, mm -hmm. just like I did with that bus driver story. And I can't, I mean, I'll just read you some of them. Um, I wonder what the students were doing and, and how they were acting to set her off. Notice how every time there's a story like this, the children can do no wrong. Mm. Okay. The next one says, I don't blame her. Kids you have no blame her. Kids have no don't respect even know what happened. Need to, this needs to happen a lot more mm -hmm. with consequences for kids. the bad kids, not the adults. Um, next one here says, sympathy for the woman. Would mm. love to know what provoked her to cause her to lash out like that. Youths at that age can be deliberate and exhaustive uh, antagonizers with zero accountability. Examples need to be made. Mm. Not with physical violence the example you should make, Right. The example but, you should make is when you lose your cool with somebody, you should hit them. Yeah. I, and then, so I'm just going on. A, this was common when I was a kid, and if you ask me, we'd need more of it. Mm. What, what do you mean it was common when people you were a kid? People need to get hit more. When you did career day when you were a kid, people were always getting slapped around? What are you saying? People got slapped more. I understand, but at school... Right. I mean, I know I've heard the stories about the nuns slapping the kids with the rulers. I didn't go to Catholic school, but mm -mm. I'm pretty sure that teachers weren't hitting kids for quite a few years. I, not to say that public school teachers never right. hit kids. I'm guessing they did at some point. I don't know. Did your parents tell stories about getting smacked or hit. spanked or anything like that in school? No. I don't remember my parents saying that either. Anytime I heard that, it was from 
someone who said they went to Catholic school. Yeah. It was mostly in movies, honestly. Right, yeah, you're right. Mostly like ruler across the knuckles. It was mostly movies. Yeah, so. someone on here said, I remember when the teachers had rulers when I was a kid. They need to bring those back. I mean, seriously, you can right. scroll through these comments, and it's all people saying, you know, we need to we need to be able to slap kids con- to control our kids and keep our schools safe. Right. These are all people saying. The story is a woman has been arrested for slapping a middle school student during a career day presentation. Yeah. To me, you just go, well, that's really bad. And I feel really bad right, for the kid whose mom right. it was. If that was someone's mom, you're already embarrassed. You're in, tro- like you're in trouble. You're in yes. trouble. You can't yeah. just hit a kid. Well, they escorted they her off the property. You certainly can't hit one that's not yours. They escorted her off the property, but the I kid... I think we're still allowed to hit ours if we want to. I think so, depending. Like, not... So, uh, it's, yeah. It's, I mean, you know... It's not real clear. I don't know exactly, but... <laughs> right. I mean, it doesn't matter because I'm not defending it. We've both no. said that, we're, you know, I don't have kids, but I like to think that I wouldn't smack them around. Lazo always... I've gone through, you know, the, the, you know, never two, say two never, yeah. but I've made it this long without hitting them. Ever raising a hand to him. And I always like the way you said uh, yeah. it, which was don't well, you use just your size advantage. Yeah. I mean, you, you're an adult and they're a child. If you can't divert them or talk to them. Or punish them other or, ways. Or reason with them or all these other things besides just lashing out and hitting them. I, I say that's on you. And the only then you're just saying, I'll just use my size advantage. Yep. And the only people we're allowed to hit in this world are the ones who can't defend themselves. Children. If you hit an adult, that's definitely right. assault. What if your wife you know was causing problems and you didn't know how to deal with her, so you just grabbed her, put her in a room, spanked her ass, and then gave her the belt? Right. Like, what? You're a monster. Absolutely. But do it to a six-year-old, and you're like, well, you know, that's good parenting. Yeah, you're okay. not only breaking the law when you hit your spouse, <laughs> right. but you are a monster. Like you right, said, a monster. Like, what a but horrible, But do it to your kid person. when they're six, yeah. where they have no one else to go to. Right. There's nowhere to go. And this wasn't Except even, just live in terror. This wasn't even her kid, it doesn't sound like. Right. You know, th- this woman is speaking at a career day. If the kids are that out of line... Look to the teacher who I hope is still in the room and say, listen, right. I get, you need to handle this. I'm going to step outside. The but the moment that you're about to slap someone else's kid, <laughs> right. ooh, I mean, just imagine if that was your kid who got slapped at career day. I they, can't imagine. The cops did go get this woman. She'd been escorted off the property, and then they went and got her uh, after they got the call. And the, the police captain was like, I've been doing this a long time. He was like right. an older guy. He's like, I've never heard of anything even remotely like this before. Right. I was like, well, that's... That's good because the people right. commenting on the story, Americans, mm-hmm. seem right. to really like this and seem to think this is what we need of course. to solve all of the problems for future generations. Just smack of them course. around a little more. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. All right. So we were talking about school and parenting and these things, right? Yeah. And I have a question for you. And also like an observation, one that I never knew, but probably because I was I didn't care about this stuff. But, and I'm not sure he'd want me talking about this anyway, but I'll do it. Um... So I get a text uh, from my kid today, right? Okay. And he says, hey, and we had talked about it, and he said, uh, just so you know, um, I can't run for student council. And I was like, because we had talked about, like, maybe he wanted to run for that, right? Okay. I'm like, I think it looks good on college stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. Try it. So he just texted me. We hadn't talked about it much. He just texted me. He said, just so you know, I was going to give it a shot, but I can't do it. And I was like, oh, why can't you do it? Like, in my head, I'm like, you know what I mean? Yeah. No idea. Yeah. And he goes, ah, I got suspended. 
Wait. I'm like, wait a second. So you got suspended in the past, so you can't run for student council now? And he's like, yeah, those are the rules. Thank you have you. to have like a certain grade point average, and you can never have been suspended or something. And I was like, wait, so you can be a felon and run for the United States presidency? Yeah, I believe right? so. I mean, that's what we've been talking about with this whole right. Trump indictment thing that all all it says is you have to be a citizen. And right, a certain but age. you can't run for, you know, I don't know if it was student council president or some whatever, but you, so you can't run for student council if you've been suspended, but you can run for president of the United States if you have a felony. And so, you know, when he's like, I can tell that he's like, okay, you're going to yeah, get you're more gonna worked, get worked up worked about up. this. <laughs> I was just letting you know. And I'm like, you can have a criminal conviction and be a teacher. Yeah. But you can't be suspended and run for student council. So really what you're telling kids, and I don't know that it affects my kid. He didn't seem like, you know, this is something that he, you know what I mean? But, so what you're telling the kid is if, if you make a mistake in the ninth grade, then this will never go away and you can't do anything about it until the 12th grade. Forever. Well, forever, yeah. Forever. You are. For school. So. It's like saying you're not allowed to vote because you're a felon. Right. Right. Except in this case, you're trying to do something positive. You're trying to right. That's the other know, thing. Like you're saying, office. hey, yeah, I was suspended before, but now I'd like to be on the student college. Like you're trying to better yourself. Yeah, look. And they're like, yeah, know what? You know what, man? That that mistake you made, that you just you're stuck. You can't become better. And I just thought to myself, like, what kind of message does that send to anybody? It's a really bad message. I would. Think. It's a I'm horrible not smart, message to send to kids because you're basically saying you're a screw up. You already screwed up. And so, you so know, just know that life's going to be different for you. And it's like, wait, because that one thing, though, but I did better and I've been doing better. And right. Yeah, but yeah, you can't. Hey, you, you know you, what? You, you made a mistake. Things. Yeah, we want and there, there, like, like, and like what? So record. even so, like, you know, so you made a mistake. There was a penalty for that penalty was that you did your time. Right. The penalty was the day suspension or whatever it is. Yeah. But that with along with that comes all these other things that I can't do right. because of what? I don't understand. And yet you're allowed is. to do them. Right. Adults can do it. Adults, you can do it. You can have a misdemeanor and be a teacher. Yep. You're going to have a conviction. Yeah. You're going to have a criminal conviction. Uh, you're right. Of course. I think you can get fired for poor behavior from a police department and go to another one. Well, I, I mean, believe you can get fired for poor behavior as being a teacher. Yeah. And go to another school. Sometimes you get promoted. Right. For, for poor behavior. It really is weird a weird one for kids, especially. It, I think it would be less weird if they had rules like that for adults. I'm not saying that I right. want them, but it would be more in line with that, you know, you can't vote because you're a felon sort of thing, which I never liked. But for a kid, it seems like a bad lesson. Just a really bad lesson. You know, they, they talk about how when you tell kids of a certain group, um, you know, you're more likely to be depressed. You're more likely right. to do things. that it, it has this um, effect on kids and, and not just kids, but people in general. And they go, you know, I, I'm probably feeling this because I've already been told I'm going to feel this way. Just right. like if you treat a kid like a criminal, they might start to act like a criminal. Right. Doesn't but if you tell a kid you like can't be the student, right, you can't you, be student you, council president. It's Scarlet Letter. Why? Because you got in trouble. Okay. Well, a lot of people get in trouble. 
Also, I know. And I, now I can, right? Like, I can't, like, you. to me, you're sending the message of, like, this is never going to go away and you make one mistake. It doesn't even matter if you try to better yourself. That's a whole It doesn't message. matter if you took the suspension, learned from the suspension, tried to better yourself, and join. And I'm not saying this is my kid's situation. Just take that out of it. It was just the thought that this would be a rule. something that, a rule. Took the suspension, tried to better yourself, decided to run for student council and get involved in school. Isn't that what you wanted to accomplish by the suspension? Like, then why suspend kids? What if you're if the suspension isn't in and of itself to try to get to learn a lesson and then become better students and uh, members of the community for that? Then why even suspend them? Exactly. It's seriously. It was. It's a really weird message to send specifically to kids. It really is. You right. said you're a bad boy. Yeah. Bad boys don't run for. Right. For you can't do council. this. Yeah. Why? Because you're a bad boy. Right. Like I mean, I hate to say, it, but it's like right. no, no. You're. Right. We already. Hey. You're one of the, that happened in your first year of high school. You know what? You you're locked in. Well, what is that? Gonna we do know who you kids? are. We we know what you're about. You're one of those kids who get suspended. Yeah. What? And how do you expect the kid to, to react to that news? Right. Of being told, no, you can't do these things because in your past. Also, I know, I'm, I promise, I'm not going to get into it at all, but what he got in trouble for is a whole other thing. Right. Just like, right. well, wait a second, but we already agreed that this is just right. something that kind of has to be done because right. the way it's written down, but we all agree that you know he really didn't do anything that bad. I mean... So, but just setting that aside, it seems like a really bad lesson to send to kids. Yes, that was my thing. How would a school read those rules and think, yeah, that makes sense. If you ever got in trouble in your past. If you got in trouble in school, in your past, we're now going to make it harder for you to, even if you're trying to do better and you're doing your things, we're now going to make it harder for you after you've already Served your punishment. Right. We're going to make it harder for you to do things like go to the college that you want to go to. Think, exactly. This, this Think could about help. that. This it could help, help me get into college, you but you're like, into. nah. Just on a resume, nope. on an application. Right. It says, look, I was student body council, whatever they're called. Right. I didn't run for it. Me neither. Tell. But those things that those kids who are really motivated and right. you're like, have no. ambition want to do, you right. say, no, no, no. I'm sorry you have ambition. You're a bad kid, remember? Right. You're a bad Always kid. back to that. Right. Remember, you you're get in trouble. Kid. You get in trouble. That, you get in trouble. That's you're not really allowed stupid. to do this other stuff. You're not allowed to do this other stuff. That's really what do you, stupid. What do you, right. Now, I think it's okay if they say, not that I love it or anything, but I think it's okay if they say, hey, uh, you got in trouble, and because you're, you got in trouble in this window, you don't get to go to homecoming dance. You don't get to go to prom. Or, you know, They can use those little extracurricular things that the right. supervisor says, Hey, you just got in trouble. I don't like it if they're like, you got in trouble a year ago. No, of course. So now you can't go to the dance. But uh, those things that they do sometimes, and they did when I was a kid, that's fine. That, that, right. that makes sense to me. But if you're trying to run for student council, right. I mean, what if they say, like, you can't be on the honor roll? Sorry. But my right, grades, no matter what yeah, your grades were. We, won't, we don't send right. p- uh, stickers out to parents, uh, honor roll stickers, say proud parent, because they can't be a proud parent because – you got in trouble, remember? Right. You got in trouble that time. So, I mean, yeah, you got the grades, but we're not going to list you as being on the honor roll. No stickers for your mom or dad, sorry. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> right. You've told Why? that kid now. I know me, and I know that as a kid, if I 
had wanted to do something, if I'd been determined to do something and I tried and I was excited about it, and then they told me, no, you got in trouble that time. Right. You're not allowed to do that stuff. I would have been really yeah. discouraged. And, I, and you know what? And I would have acted you, out. And, right. And not only acted out, but you would have said, fine. There's a chance you just say, fine. I'm a troublemaker. If that's who you think I am, then why don't I just be that person? Of course. But then why, I'll just do it. I, what do I care? You think course. I'm a troublemaker? You think I'm a kid who can't uh, get on the honor roll? You think I'm a kid who can't do this? And, and you keep putting these obstacles instead of my, in front of me, instead of helping me? Then I'll just be that kid. Right? Like, it to me, just him when he sent that, just that. And again, take my kid out of it. Just that know that you can't do that. I thought, who is in charge of these things? Yeah. Who sees that and thinks that at any point that that sends the message you want to send to kids? It's the opposite message you want to send to kids. The message you want to send to kids is if you can make a mistake, but if you work hard and get involved, you can overcome that mistake. Yes. This isn't the end of your life. That's what America tells us to try and right. do most of the time, right? The, you right. can be president, as you mentioned. I'd love to hear a teacher or someone explain to explain me explain right. why. Because maybe they say, no, 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 here's why we do it. Oh, boy, I don't know what you're right. going to tell me. But if you do think that it's a reasonable thing, or you say, no, you guys are getting it wrong, this is why we do it, I'd love to know. Because that I seems like a really dumb I can't imagine. Kid. You know, and we'll see what he does. You know, I send him all, you know. He was like, okay, I got this. Because I was like, yo, they can stop you from running, but they can't stop people from voting for you. There you go. Right? Like, start putting up and put up posters that say, you know, your past does not dictate your future. Yeah. You know? Maybe you Call them out. Maybe you can get the rules changed. Go to that Johnson County Court. Dot gov and put in all your teachers' names. Right. Go ahead. That's public record, right? Yeah, he could make right. it. Yeah. Change. <laughs> it's like, you know, boom, Start get it changed. Movement. Like, hey, we're not going to be held to this, right? I think he should. Right. But well, I, I think he, he was kind of like, okay, Dad. I no, said he's discouraged. He's like, nah, Dad, I'm a bad kid. I'm going to go break <laughs> right. some car yep. windows. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. We all done? Yeah, but I got to show you something real quick. I don't know if you've seen these headlines. Someone. Um, I don't remember if they messaged it to me if they posted it on our subreddit. But this is, this is a real thing. Within two days, span of two days, six female teachers were arrested for sexual misconduct with students in the U.S. So three a day. Three, and these were all female teachers. Now, I did see there's been some stories uh, from a couple weeks ago about a male teacher that was in trouble. But, of course, the female ones are the ones that usually... Uh, end up in the headlines with their mug shots, but six female teachers arrested for sexual misconduct with students in the U.S. in the span of two days. And now I've got a picture here. Actually, I've got pictures. Leave it to the post. So, <clears throat> you know, their ages vary, but a lot of them are uh, fairly young. You can see. Okay, yeah. For, for, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Right again. I would say so far the two teachers I've shown you are better looking than any teacher you ever had in school based Absolutely. on the things you've told me. Okay, um, that's next. Here's uh, another okay. one. And finally, wow, yeah, six teachers in two days. Now the you know the stories are they vary. One of them it said that she had a relationship or some sort of a tryst with two boys. It's hard to tell if they're saying that it happened with two of them at once or if she was just in a relationship with multiple kids. But I know there's a lot of schools and there's a lot of teachers out there. I have no idea how many high schools, public high schools are in the United States or just high schools for that matter. It's, it's a lot. 
and let alone how many teachers there are. It's it's a lot. But right. still, six female teachers. Do you really think that when we were kids, this was happening at this rate, but we just didn't know about it? Because I know that's been the argument for a long time. It's like, it was probably going on. It's just there wasn't social media. They didn't get caught as often. Schools were more likely to cover it up, whatever. And there were those rumors when I was in school of a couple teachers doing stuff. And then there was a teacher that got fired for inappropriate behavior with students. So, But still, that's not the kind of thing that I recall even being talked about or joked about in old movies. You had Hot for Teacher, right? But that was such an out there right. concept that his teacher would be hot. In the music video, the teacher's hot. The last thing she looked like was a teacher. Now when you look at these pictures, some of them look like and if it that was, anybody, I mean, this could be Hollywood's thing, but if it was any teacher being somewhat hot, it was a guy. Right. Yes, that's true. It was true a guy too. who the girls, you know, you're Indiana right. Jones or that summer school with Mark Harmon. And you know, you're right. The teacher crush, the girl has the crush on the older man. And he's kind of handsome. He's very smart. Right. And he's very good with her. When he treats her like an adult, you right. know, there's that crush. But yeah, six teachers in two days. That's a lot. That's now, look, a lot. I, I think we've got a lot of other problems that we need to work out first, like the fact that there were two mass shootings in Louisville in the span of a couple of days and that there's more than one mass shooting a day in the United States. Those are yeah. priorities. But the, the teacher sleeping with students thing, one of the teachers, it wasn't one of these females, one of the male teachers that I read about in Dallas, Lazo, he got in trouble. He told the police that, oh, I just got drunk and I would drunk text some of these students. <laughs> and he was drunk texting these students allegedly at two and three in the morning. Why does the teacher have their phone number? That's why I was asking you. Your kids don't like your teachers don't have your kids' cell phone I don't numbers. Think do they? they do. I thought they made some rule that said you can only contact them through mm. social media publicly. Like you're not even allowed to message them directly. No, I think you're allowed to that. message them directly. Oh, one on one from home. Yeah. I thought there had to be an adult or something. Maybe that was just one. And then there's also that. like you know they have computers with them where they can message the teacher. Yeah. You know through, but I think anybody can see it. It Has to be through the school portal. Right, of the some school sort. portal of somehow. But I'm sure. Like, if they could follow them on Instagram and message them. I don't think it's illegal to do that. Well, no, I think some schools do have rules against it now, though. They're not supposed to follow students It would bother me if they did. I could say that, you know. Yeah. I mean, I get it. Look, there's obviously an issue. Like, if my kid did something and a teacher sent him a message on Instagram that said, hey, congratulations, or, you know, if it was something, you know, a tragedy or something, like, hey, I'm here for you, that wouldn't bother me. Right. No, I get it. Um, The problem is all these other stories, so then you go, well... Maybe they don't need to have this kind of access at all. I mean, the other thing, too, is a lot of these teachers get in a lot of trouble. And, like, one of them was a a 26-year-old, and, you know, it's it's first-degree felony assault rape. It's like these are serious charges. You get in a lot of trouble. And we've seen some of the sentencing that some of these teachers have got, some, some of them over 20 years in prison that they've been sentenced to. I don't understand how so many teachers could be... They have to be aware of what's been going on in the news the last 20 years, and they have to be somewhat aware of how much trouble these teachers get in. So even if you are just thinking out of your mind that somehow this is only inappropriate because of right. the rules that society has made up, aren't you still aware of the fact that you could go to prison for a long time? Yeah. I, do you just think you're going to get away with it? Are your friends getting away with it constantly? Horny always wins. I guess. Horny always wins. But, man, when horny always wins, I always thought of usually the dude, you know, making a lot of dumb Yeah, well, decisions we're starting to see, you know. And now we're starting to see it with women. It's, just, it's shocking. I mean, I guess we've right. been seeing it out for a while, but. So, anyway. Six teachers, 
two days. But they act like it's a record. I don't know if it's actually a record or not, but six female teachers in two days. We used six, to joke around about it and say, you six know. Six female teachers in two days. Yeah. From all around the country. Mm-hmm. In the United States. Mm. Are we still at the place where South Park could make that episode? You know, the whole nice. Could they do that it's today? Not, or are people like, All right, you know yeah, what? It's, it's not really funny anymore. I, I don't know. I mean, look, we had this whole thing. I had an intro that I don't feel comfortable running anymore when right. we talked about these stories. <laughs> right. So times were a little different because we were like, wow. And it just seems so crazy and out there. And it's like, well, it was a 27-year-old teacher. She's got to be the only hot 27-year-old teacher in the country. I mean, you know, it was bound to happen. And then you realize, you know, there's a lot of this. There's a lot of it going on. A lot of young teachers and apparently a lot of them sending nude photos. And that's the thing that they have that we didn't have. It's being able to send those messages and then send pictures. Because almost every single one of these stories involves them sending photos to a student. Whether it's a student asking them and contacting them first or the other way around. But I would say 80% of these stories start off with she sent him pictures that became more and more risque. And then next thing you know, right. they're talking on well, Snapchat. He kept bothering her. Yeah. Help me with this. Help me with that. You're hot. Yeah. Can you be my tutor right. after school? Yep. And, and sometimes it is the teacher who's doing all of the pursuing, or at least it, it looks that way. But yeah, other times it's the, the student who's trying to get the teacher's attention. I tried, man. I tried in school. I heard those. You tried rumors. to get laid? Yeah. Well, I heard rumors about two, two teachers at my school, and they were both really pretty. And, you know, I just assumed this isn't true. It's not actually happening. Even, if, even as a kid, I thought, this is just dumb rumors that kids start. But I knew that it was talked about a lot, and I thought, if it is true... I'd like to at least be, you know, I'd like to put my hand in the air Considered. and say, yeah, I'm in, right? Could you, would you be willing to consider me? But I, I, I think. volunteer as tribute. Exactly. But I think mm. I thought it's not actually happening. None of these. Now I'm like as positive as I can be without being positive. That those stories I heard in high school about those specific incidents with those students mm-hmm. were real. Because we mm-hmm. see it happening in the news all the time. Constantly. So I assume it was real. And those teachers are gone now and they never got fired, but they left. And I think, yeah, they're probably starting to worry about that word getting out. As it does now. Mm. And back then, they could keep it a secret for some reason. And I know we're done, but I got to talk to you, Snuggle. Do you still like Yellow Jackets? I haven't watched the newest episode. Okay. I told Brooks you can have it. I'm done with it. Did you watch the new one? I watched both of them. There's two more? Well, I was behind, so People whatever. said this newest oh. episode, which I plan to watch tonight. They said it's the best one of the season. And Keeks watched it and says, because I told her it's kind of losing me a little bit, and she said, this episode will pull you back in. The last mm. one I saw was the carjacking one. I was like, I'm done. The carjacking one. Yeah, where they come to take cars, she takes the gun, and then she goes back to get her car at the end and holds the guy up at gunpoint. I don't even know if I remember that. That was the that was not the most recent episode, but the one before. That's the last one I saw. I'm all about succession right now. That man, that's amazing. That yeah, there's a there's some lines in Yellow Jackets where I'm like, I texted you it. Oh, they're like yeah. the you know the senator whatever her name Taisa. is. Yeah, yeah, she's like they ate that body right. Uh-huh. And then the next one, people are like, you know, oh, we ate her or whatever. And Thais is like, what happened? Some, some, something ate, you know, right, our friend. Jackie, yeah. And they're like, well, we ate her. Yeah. And she's like, I don't remember that, right? So she yeah, doesn't I remember it. And then she's like, Ty, you ate her face. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? Yeah. It was really dumb. And, I, and then That's the she's a senator and she's hitchhiking. I, so I that haven't I haven't seen Don't seen spoil it. Well, it doesn't matter, yet. but she's she's a senator and she's hitchhiking. At okay. one, I'm like, you're a senator. Well, she's been she hasn't slept because she's afraid of that. Yeah, she's a senator. State they senator. usually don't just leave her around. 
Right, but she right? seems to be out of her and mind. Right, but she's, she's out of her mind. She's like, she's like and she's hitchhiking. The guy picks her up. He's like, I voted for you. Mm-hmm. She gets in the car. Like, the whole thing is like, yeah, it doesn't make to, any sense. She's supposed to be delusional because she can't yeah, sleep. because she won't right. sleep because won't the sleep. other side of her right. comes out or whatever. So she's intentionally staying awake, which is making her delusional. And, right. Yeah. I told Spencer, I think it turned into Good Girls. And I know people liked that show, but I gave that show a shot. And I was like, okay, it had a good premise to start off with, I thought. And it lost me pretty quickly. I'm still invested, but I'm a little... Coming to you guys' side, like I'm kind of losing. I'm interest, out, boys. I'm out. I yeah, I haven't watched the. I didn't watch one. But this I heard weekend. the new episode's really great, so I'm gonna watch that tonight. Well, that makes see. me. Uh, angry I'll watch now. it tonight and watch now it now. I kind of want to watch it just to see. Yeah, but you also thought that them eating that body was like the greatest moment in television That's history. That's not what I said. What at did he say? All. How great was that episode last night? Yeah, I thought night? it was oh a great God, episode. That ending was amazing. Right. I- I'm saying you obviously like the show a lot more than I do anyway. So sure. if you told me that you liked the most recent episode, sure. I'm still going to have to watch it to I know it. whether or not I don't I like think it. there was anything great. In the, the last episode didn't make me say, like, I mean, I'll keep watching it because, uh, you know, I mean, if they go into more seasons, I won't. But, you know, five, I'm invested. Five, five, and five what else am I going to watch? Stokeland says five seasons. That's right. what they said. Five so, seasons yeah. in a movie. <laughs> I mean, but my God. From something that went so great in that it first had, had a lot of year. Hope. Yeah. Right? Just watch Succession. I need you to like, catch up on that. Like, you kidding me? Yeah, maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll trade. Ty. Watch Succession. You, you ate, ate her, her face. face. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, good show, Ty. Stay positive, kids. The Church of Laszlo. You sure about that? I don't know. Are you they still listen listening? to all of this? I think, yeah, you're still listening. See? I told you people listen all the way to the end. I lost a lot of people. No, no, no. They're here. And you know why they're here? Because we've got a great deal for them, Laszlo. Yeah. MyTrick-9.com, promo code PROBLEMATIC. You want to get high? Do it that way. <laughs> and uh, What? I mean, how much you get, we, Well, you want to get high, right? Yeah. Everybody wants to get high. It's feel good. It's legal. You can buy it on the internet, and it tastes good. Get the Go Pack. Mitra-9.com, promo code PROBLEMATIC. Yep, just got a text. Why te- wouldn't you want to get high? Just got a text from a friend today. He's like, I'm running out of GoPacks. I got to get more. But he Actually, found that one. happened to me. Really? A buddy of mine who never did it before. He's yeah, like, I same. just ordered the GoPacks. You got a few to get me through. That's Dude, I got a text today. He Do we have any GoPacks here? We're, they're sending more right now. So we, we went sure. through them. We got to start getting more of them ourselves. Mitra-9, it's M-I-T-R-A-9.com, and then just enter the promo code PROBLEMATIC. You can get the GoPacks. You can get the seltzers. I've got a fridge full of seltzers, too. I do like those. I can use a couple of those. Just go buy it. It helps us. And we like these guys. Thank you. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.